Hello and welcome to Podcasting for Christ. This is Evangelist Stacy Gibson with He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry. On tonight's episode, as promised on my promo, we're going to be looking at No More Tears. Hey, that's a great place to be in. No More Tears going to be coming from Revelations chapter 21, verse 4. Revelations chapter 21, verse 4. Go ahead and lift your hands up. Go ahead and start praising God. He inhabits uh, the praise of his people. He's with us. Amen. He wants us to love him, to glorify him and uplift him. He wants us to share him and amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Welcome to tonight's episode, and I'm going to lead us in our word of prayer. Get your Bibles out. Like I said, Revelations chapter 21, verse 4, and I'll lead us in prayer. Dear God, I love you. Thank you, dear God, for another day that you've given us, Father, dear God, that we may love you and and share you and and be with you, Father, dear God. Another day that we have air in our lungs, Father, dear God. Another day that we're up and and, and doing things, and dear God, you're so merciful, you're so kind, you're so loving, and dear God, I know that if we look around, dear God, and the way things are going in the world today, it looks like you've abandoned us, Father, dear God, it looks like you've just let us spiral out of control on our own, Father, dear God, but dear God, I'm here to encourage everyone, I'm here to inform everyone, Father, dear God, that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, dear God, that you're still on the throne and that you're still in 100% control, Father, dear God. And dear God, that all we need to do as men and women today, Father, dear God, is to lay down our lives for you, Father, dear God, to surrender, to submit, to to, uh, accept your salvation call for those that are lost out there, Father, dear God, for those of us that are saved, Father, dear God, that we just get on fire for you, Father, and do your work. Dear God, tonight I'm going to encourage people and let them know that there's coming a day, Father, dear God. Amen. Glory, hallelujah, Father, dear God, a day where there's going to be no more tears. Dear God, help me tonight. You be the preacher. You be the podcaster. Let your spirit speak. Use me as your mouthpiece, Father, dear God. You be the evangelist, Father, dear God. Dear God, and I hope and pray that tonight's episode would touch someone, Father, dear God, that lost people would find salvation and get encouraged and and, uh, saved people would get encouraged, Father, dear God, to know about this glorious day coming, Father, dear Lord. And I thank you for the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. I thank you, Jesus, for dying on that cross for my sins. I thank you for all that you do, Father, in Christ's name I pray. Amen. Please touch these listeners tonight, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Podcasting for Christ. No more tears. Here we go. Revelations 21.4 said, and God, notice that, didn't say one of his angels, didn't say that he would help us to wipe each other. It says, God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Now, why are we crying? I'm going to get to that. So hold on to that thought, and because that may be... Uh, Something that we may can look at later and, and figure out why, uh, you know. Because if, if God's going to wipe tears from our eyes, there must be tears there, right? Now, it could be symbolic, but like I said, we'll dive into that later in just a little bit, though. But, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. 
Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. That's good news. That's good to hear. That's good to know uh, tonight. Why do we cry? Any idea? Hmm? Why do people have tears? You know, some people at times have tears of joy. Man, those are good tears, right? They are overwhelmed with emotion that they, they can't hold back. The tears. Many cry because of unbearable pain, suffering, and sickness. Some people cry over a lost loved one, a loss of a job, loss of a home. If you lost your sight, a loss of a limb, loss of hearing. Some just cry because they're lonely and some are missing something inside and they cannot put their finger on the problem. Maybe tonight we can put the finger on that problem for you. Hmm. Tonight I would like to encourage you with the truth, as I always do. Facts that can change your outlook. It will not take away your tears today. However, it will give you hope, fill you with joy, and help you face all the challenges we face here today in this life. And one day soon, we can look forward to a day when there will be no more tears. What are tears? Tears are made up of mostly water, sodium, which gives tears their salty taste, uh, bicarbonate, chloride, and potassium. Tears also contain lower levels of magnesium and calcium. And they're all working together to make up three distinct layers uh, in our tears. Uh, the mucus layer, number one is the mucus layer, which keeps the tear attached to the eye. Uh, number two, the aqueous layer. It's the thickest layer and it hydrates the eye and keeps bacteria away, amen, and protects the cornea. And that's the transparent part of the eye. Its main function is to refract or bend light. It also is responsible for focusing most of the light that enters in the eye. The third one is the oily layer. And it prevents the uh, other layers from evaporate, evaporating. And also keeps the tear surface smooth so you can uh, see through it. We also, uh, it's kind of like, you know, uh, one thing I want to uh, bring out is many of us cry sometimes when we cut an onion. <laughs> uh, I know I do. And, and then sometimes that produces that uh, sulfenic acid, which irritates the eye, causing the tears. You know, so that's why you uh, cry when you have a, when you're, cutting an onion up and everything but you know we also have three types of tears uh, basal tears reflex tears and emotional tears and basal tears are the are there to protect from uh, debris and to keep eyes lubricated and nourished and our reflex tears uh, form in our eyes when they are exposed to irritants such as smoke and onion fumes as I've said cutting onion over there now, emotional tears are what we're going to be talking mostly about tonight, and they are produced when we are sad, happy, or other intense emotions. And this is what we will dive into tonight is emotional tears. Now, all my research, the most all my research on this eye, 
uh, all this eye stuff come from healthline.com I want to give them a shout out healthline.com and uh, there's another one here let's see uh, emotional tears let's just move on and I'll get to that in a minute emotional tears are watery eyes that could be a sign of dry eye syndrome now this can cause our eyes to burn to sting or to feel scratchy now, this can be from staring at the computer too long and that and the American Academy of Ophthalmology. It's O P H T H A L M O L O G Y. And I'm, and I'm assuming that's off in that PH would make a uh, F sound right. Ophthalmology. Yeah, I think that I, got, I finally got it right. Ophthalmology. There we go. The American Academy of Ophthalmology, the AAO, in other words. And uh, it says that we, according to them, it says that we make 15 to 30 gallons of tears every year. So we can cry all we want. <laughs> we will not run out of tears, and that's good to know. Like I said, that's the American Academy of Ophthalmology and, uh, and also Healthline.com. Now, our tears are produced by uh, criminal glands located above your eyes and tears spread across the surface of your eye when you blink. They drain into small holes in the corners of your upper and lower lids before traveling through small channels and down your tear ducts to your nose. Our eyes and nasal passages are connected and when our glands produce tears they run down through the tear ducts and through the nasal bone and into the back of your nose and down your throat. The tears uh, mixed with mucus uh, uh, in your nose is why our nose always runs when we cry, you know, and I'm always like, man, why am I crying and crying out to God and all of a sudden you just got to get some tissue and you're just like, man, I just can't stop blowing my nose. Yeah, that, that's why. And did you know that there are benefits from crying emotional tears? Researchers have found that crying can benefit both body and mind. Have some coffee. Hmm. So crying emotional tears, researchers found that crying can benefit both body and mind. Well, what does it do? It, de it, <laughs> it detoxifies the body. It helps self-soothe. It dulls pain. It improves your mood. It rallies the support of others. You know, I often don't think about that. But what you see somebody crying, the people are going to rally around them. It helps us recover from the grief. It restores emotional balance. Helps babies breathe. Helps babies sleep. And we can benefit greatly from crying. So don't hold it in. <laughs> Let it go. Amen. Cry all you want. It's better to cry so you can restore emotional balance and move forward. Get that closure, get that emotional balance back. You know, get your grief, and, and we have to grieve and get it over with. Everybody's different, I will say that. Not, not everybody responds the same way. Not everybody cries the same way, uh, you know, the same things. Or So we're all different, we all have to understand that. And, uh, but... We all grieve in different ways and, and things, but 
But let me just encourage you tonight to go ahead and let go and just go ahead and cry. A good cry. There's nothing wrong when we actually see it has benefits. Now, I would like to state one thing that if you need help, please, please, please just just don't cry. If you, if you need help, I, I need you to, if, you, if you're thinking about thought, if you're crying and you're depressed and you're thinking about thoughts of suicide or something, please give the National uh, Suicide Prevention Lifeline a call. It's 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Now, if you're feeling sad, hopeless, and irritable, or frustrated, if there's changes in your appetite or weight loss or gain, lack of energy, trouble, sleeping, or sleeping too much, unexpected aches and pains, and thoughts of death or suicide, those are some signs I want you to please. I encourage you to, to, to call that uh, number and get the help you need. And, and I, of course, I also want you to understand that, uh, that calling out to Jesus can be a, a very big help if you're lost and you don't know where to turn. Let me tell you, that's the first step. I mean, now look, I'm not going to tell you, hey, just call Jesus. You won't need the hotline. I'm not going to sit there and say that either, but because uh, I, I would hate to misguide or mislead someone in any kind of situation. I'd say, hey, call out to Jesus, but call that hotline too and get the help and understand that Jesus can change your life because he changed mine. Because let me And let me tell you why I'm saying these things, because let me tell you, I've been through a lot of uh, tragedy in my life. If you go back and listen to the podcast that I had that was on uh, my testimony, you'll see I went through a lot of loss. I've been suffering. I've suffered from depression. There's been times in my life that I've uh, thought about uh, taking my life and, and, and things and, and, and everything. But I'm here to tell you right now, Jesus Christ saved me and he delivered me from my depression. He delivered me from those thoughts, you know, but either way, I just want you to know that there's help out there for you. I want you to also consider that you may be feeling this way because of your sin. I'm not trying to add more on to you. Oh, great. I'm feeling bad now. He's going to bring up my sin. No, I'm just, you need to deal with that sin. If you're saved and you've got sin in your life, you need to repent. You need to let go of it. You need to get it out and you need to move forward. And if you're lost and don't know Christ, you, you know, it may be that that empty void in your life may be the reason why you're feeling depressed. Maybe God's dealing with you. Maybe God wants you to call on him. So you, I want you to consider that you may be feeling this way because of sin, not obeying God's word, not praying and not reading, not studying, allowing Satan to get that stronghold in your wall, keeping you down and depressed, you know. That may be just the case, and it may be just the answers to get back in your Bible, to get back on your knees, to get back with God. We're in the right place where you need to be with Him. And maybe these thoughts of depression, anxiety, can be relieved. Now, crying does relieve stress. And I will also tell you, if you are if you've never accepted Christ, there will always be something missing in your life, that void that can only be filled by Christ. And 
you know so no phone call no no talk to a friend no that you may feel better temporarily but these feelings are going to come back god's always going to deal with the lost he's always going to deal with someone that that he's uh that, that that doesn't know him that refuses to accept him and you know, uh, he's always going to be trying to put the uh, the Holy Spirit is always going to be trying to convict and, and things like that. And and I will say this, I, I, you know, there will come a day when God's going to just not, you know, you've had your chances, you've blown them, uh, so to speak, or, or or that you've just re- simply refused all the calls and, and that he has made towards you. And there is coming, there will come a day that he will no longer uh, you know, it's possible that he will no longer deal with you anymore. You know, he turned you over to a reprobate mind, reprobate mind, what the Bible says. But, you know, that's to me, that would be your first step. Please call out to Christ. Uh, and because he's the only one that can fill that missing void that you have. And this can cause great feelings of guilt and depression, which leads to crying with no hope. On average, women cry three to four. 3.5 times per month. Men cry about 1.9 times per month. Men, we need to cry a little bit more. <laughs> Let it out. Like I said, do not hold back. Tears are normal and healthy. It's a healthy way to express emotion. I would like to share one more benefit since crying burns calories, releases toxins, and balances your hormones. Some have suggested that bouts of frequent crying can help you lose weight. (laughs) All right. Good deal. So cry. Cry. Let it out, right? When crying, you burn about 1.3 calories per minute. So cry and let it out. Let it all out. It's good for you. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Let's look at some tears in the Bible. I'm sure that once sin entered in the garden, that the tears were now introduced to mankind. When Cain slew Abel, tears flowed from Adam and Eve. I'm, I'm, I'm positive of that. A natural response to loss. God knows all about our tears, and not one of them goes unnoticed. Psalms 56, 8 says, Thou tellest my wanderings, put thou my tears in thy bottle. Are they not in thy book? Nothing that happens to us escapes God's notice and care. Not a tear falls to the ground that does not that he does not remember. When we suffer, it is a great comfort to know that God is for us. Everything that we live through will be put to use for our good. That came from the Foundation Study Bible. We have already established that crying is good for us, and God tells us when we cry that we shall also reap joy. Psalms 126.5 They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Verse 6 goes on to tell us that he that goeth forth and weeping, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Psalms 35 For his anger endureth but but a moment, and his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Verse 8 tells us, I cried to thee, O Lord, and unto the Lord I made supplication. Amen. The temporal things of this world will bring us many tears. However, we can rest assured that God is with us and will carry us through all hardships, pain, suffering, rejection, and loss of hope. Amen. 
God wants us to cry out to him. He wants to be our savior, the rescuer of our souls, the helper in time of trouble, the one we can count on in time of need. He delights in providing all the help and support we need to keep moving forward and have success. You know, God has to break us before he can use us. And this will also require tears. We will partake in the suffering of Christ. And this too will bring tears. Crying out to God is all over and everywhere in our Bible. It's all over the Bible, all through the Bible. It's everywhere. Crying out to God, you'll find it over and over again many times. The children of Israel cried out to God many times. Matter of fact, uh, tell you what yeah let me yeah let yeah let me go ahead and read let me read psalms 107 1 through 22 i gotta read this pretty quick i'm running out of time here for the break but but i wanted to get this in here you know many times they cried out to god and he delivered them and psalms 107 1 through 22 is a good 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 book of the bible or chapter in the bible that will tell you about tell us about god's mercy and how he delivered them verse one says oh give thanks unto the lord for he is good for his mercy endureth forever what a great start right god's good his mercy endures forever let the redeem of the lord say so whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy he's redeemed us amen and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south they wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way they found no city to dwell in hungry and thirsty their soul fainted in them then they cried unto the lord in their trouble he delivered them out of their distresses and he led them forth by the right way that they might go into a city of habitation Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfied the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. Such as sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, being found in affliction and iron, because they rebelled against the words of God and contempt the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought their heart excuse me therefore he brought down their heart with labor they fell down and there was none to help but notice again then they cried unto the lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses he brought them out of darkness in the shadow of death and break their bands in asunder oh that men would praise the lord for the his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men for he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in asunder. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Their soul abhorreth all manner of meat, and they draw near unto the gates of death. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saveth them out of their distresses. And that's what I wanted to keep bringing up here and let you know. Every time they've cried, every time we cry to God, He delivers, He helps us. He sent His word to the to heal them and deliver them from their destructions. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness. And I, you know, they keep bringing that up. We just need to praise God because He's so good and it's for His wonderful works to the children of men and let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare His works with rejoicing. Did you catch that? 
Amen. Hey, praise the Lord. I hope you did. Hey, let's take a quick break here. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome back. Uh, we're talking about no more tears tonight. Yeah, we went through a lot of stuff. I left off. I read Psalms uh, 107, 1 through 22 and how, uh, oh, that men would praise the Lord, you know, for his wonderful works, for his mercy endureth forever and everything. I read all that, but I wanted you to notice that every time the children of Israel cried out to God, he heard and delivered, you know, and that's the kind of God we serve tonight, a God that wants us to to. He wants to help us. He wants to, us to cry out to him. He's a jealous God. He didn't want us crying to others. He wants us to come to him first. And I, I will always encourage that. You know, uh, as far as uh, David, David knew all about God hearing his cry. Uh, let me read. Uh, let me do some more reading here. Let's look at uh, Psalms 34, you know, and uh, and look at uh, some more of God's mercy here. And, and you know, this is a psalm of David. And that's why I said David knew all about, you know, David was in fear and running from his life, from the king uh, Saul, you know, and many things happened to David, you know, in his life. But, you know, David wrote most of the psalms and you could see that, boy, he had a great relationship with God. And let's just, this Psalms 34 here, a great psalm of David here let's just read it and i'm sure you'll you'll agree with me it says i will bless the lord at all times his praise shall continually be in my mouth amen my soul shall make her boast in the lord the humble shall hear thereof and be glad hmm. oh magnify the lord with me and let us exalt his name together i sought the lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears they looked into him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried. Here we go. That's what I wanted to look at. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all. You know, circle that all in your Bible. All his troubles. Not just one or two. All. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. Hey, if you fear the Lord, there's an angel encamped around about you. Oh, verse 8, I like this. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth, trusteth in him. Put your trust in God. Oh, fear the Lord, all ye, or excuse me. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints. For there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is that he desireth? What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days, that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon their, the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. Notice that. So I can say earlier that each and every time they, they cried out to God, he always delivered. David knew this. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all. There's that all again. 
their troubles. The Lord is nigh to them that are of a broken heart and save as such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. It all again. He keepeth all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Hey, God's mercy endures. He is always willing to restore those who call out to him. Men never think that you can't be seen crying. For even our Savior cried. John eleven thirty five, Jesus wept. I know many times I've cried out to God looking for answers, searching for truth, and it seemed that God was nowhere to be found. But Psalms 42, 3, My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? Let me assure you, God is with us, and he cares about what we care about. And crying comes from God. Psalms 85. Thou feedest them with the bread of tears and givest them the tears to drink in great measure. God loves it when we cry out to him. He does not like the suffering, the pain, and the anguish we are going through. He likes it when we call out to him for help, knowing that he is the only one that can change things, make things right, and put things back to normal or even better than normal, better than it was before. Hey, Job knew exactly who to call out uh, on for help. Job 16, 20, my friends scorned me, but mine eye poureth out tears unto God. Job definitely knew all about suffering, pain, loss, and tears. He also knew who to cry out to and get relief, comfort, and answers. Psalms 39, 12. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not thy peace at my tears, for I am a stranger with thee and a sojourner, as all my fathers were. Amen. Moving on, King Hezekiah, King Hezekiah cried out to God, and God added 15 years to his life. Isaiah 38, 5, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David, thy father, I have heard thy prayer, I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will add unto thy days 15 years. God hears our cry and sees our tears. What an awesome God. He sees our tears. He hears our cries. Amen. Many of us have had a curveball thrown into the mix of things, circumstances that have gotten out of control, causing us not to get any sleep, maybe, you know, crying most of the night, crying out for God's help, asking to, for God to just let it end, to please take this burden from us. Psalm 6-6, I am weary with my groaning. All the night make I my bed to swim. I water my couch with tears. Hmm. Amen. Many nights I've had that happen. We're just crying. It just seems no help, no end. But let me just assure you that God hears our cries and he sees our tears. Now, I would like to make uh, this one point. I do believe that even though it is good to cry, I've established that, and God wants us to cry out to Him. And many of us may be crying because we're not giving our burdens completely to the Lord. I want you to understand that. 
you know, it's one thing to cry out to God and you're searching for answers and stuff like that. And, and, and you know, uh, but many times we might be crying unnecessarily. Okay. And I don't want you to get confused here with me. I'm telling you, it's okay to cry. And we need to cry to God. God hears our cry and he sees our tears, right? But many of us are probably crying unnecessarily. And I say that because let's look at what Jesus said in Matthew 11, 29 through 30. It says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, Christ does not want us to cry all the time and, and feel all alone like there is no help. I know sometimes we feel that way, but Christ wants to give us rest and happiness. He wants us to have confidence and trusting in Him for everything. And we should not fall apart over every little problem that arises. We should gain strength in our walk with God and know that God is on the throne and, and is full control over and, and is in full control over everything. And for us to go into panic mode all the time shows a lack of faith and trust in Him. And I hope you understand the difference. You know, God is so concerned with everything that we're concerned with. Don't get me wrong. And I want to give you truth. But you know, it's one thing to cry over a, a death of someone and it's one thing to just spill some milk and just fall apart, you know? And I know that a lot of times that's there's more to it than that. Usually when someone spills a glass of milk, they just don't fall apart. But you know, maybe it's that one glass of milk that just kind of pushed them over the edge, so to speak. But I want you to know there's a difference between just falling apart daily and letting Satan beat by a brow beat you each and every day. and and, and you know, and, and, you're, and you're not showing a lack of faith and trust and confidence in the Savior. He doesn't want Christians to be walking around crying all the time over every little thing, you know. We should not fall apart over every little problem that arises. We should gain strength in our walk with God and know that God is on the throne in full control of everything and for us to go in panic mode all the time is a lack of faith and trust in him i wanted to repeat that god knows what we go through every day and he is well aware and more than capable of handling all our problems would you give me an amen to that that should bring us confidence we all have our moments of weakness fear and doubt and tears are going to fall and I know sometimes people cry and they can't even put their finger on why. And life can be overwhelming at times. And we all need a good cry every now and then. Right? Sometimes. Or I should say daily. We need to just remember who God is. And be still and know that He is God. Psalms 46.10 And that it's okay to cry to Him. He is with us. And he cares. One of, one of my favorite scriptures, 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. We also need to remember that God will not always take away the burden. We can cry out many times. The great apostle Paul knew this. He wants us to know that his grace is enough to get us through every circumstances out there, every circumstance out there. There's nothing that God can't deliver us from. 2 Corinthians 12, 9, another one of my favorites. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. 
Yes, we can glory in our affirmities and let the power of Christ rest upon us and give us the strength we need to carry on even in pain or suffering. We should, not all, we should also not walk around in fear crying about things that Satan maybe keep bringing up to us, you know? Because 2 Timothy 1, 7, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of sound mind. We can do all things through Christ which strengthen us. Philippians 4, 13, says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I have to have confidence in knowing that God's with me. Not telling you not to cry, I'm telling you to cry. But I'm telling you not to cry over every little thing, not to let Satan get a hold of you, to walk strong and to be confident in the Lord. Hope you understand the difference I'm trying to say here. Brother Stacey, you're contradicting yourself tonight. No, I'm not. I'm trying to give you that fine line that you can walk there and know there's a difference between crying out to God and God wants you to cry out to Him. There's a difference between just being a baby and not being a man. Maybe that helped you. Maybe that put it to the point that I'm trying to make. You know? And yes, men, we should cry. We should weep. And there's there's more. I'm, I'm going to get to more here. Let me, let me move on. Isaiah 35, 4, Say to them that are of a fearful heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, and a God with a recompense. Amen. I like that. He will come and save you. Okay. That's awesome. And now I've given you every reason why we should not cry. Let's get back to the tears, right? <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure there's there's times to cry and there's times to to trust. Know, and, and, and like I said, I'm never going to say don't cry, but I, I hope you understand the point I'm trying to make. But let's get back. God, God wants us to be lamenting over the right things and be strong and everything else. I mean, there's certain things that we can lament over, and there's certain things we shouldn't cry over. We should just trust God and know that hey, it's going to God's in control. He's on the throne. It works out, and that just shows a great sign of our faith. I would say it's always good to cry, let it out. However. What should we lament over? What should we be lamenting over? Maybe this is maybe this will help. Let's let's go in this direction. Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet because he lamented over what was going on in his homeland. One can only look at Jeremiah and just say, hey, he's known as the weeping prophet, so it must be okay to cry all the time. And yes, if you're crying over the right things, let's hopefully we can make this uh, make some sense here. Lamentations 2.11, Mine eyes do fail with tears. My bowels are troubled. My liver is poured upon the earth for the destruction of the daughter of my people because the children of the suckling swoon in the streets of the city. We should lament over our nation that is headed down in the wrong direction. Amen. We should lament over sin. We should lament over the lost people in our world. We should lament over false teaching and doctrine where it is leading people. We should lament over death. Or some people even say lament over birth because a sinner, we should rejoice when a, 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 a saved person dies and goes to heaven right and i know that and and we should lament over the fact that a baby is born in this sinful world and i know uh, you've heard people say that before but we do lament at death because of the separation you know and that's what it is and we should lament over but 
of, of, of that separation. There's nothing wrong with that. We should grieve, but we should be, we should lament over sex trafficking that's going on. We should lament over orphans with no family. We should lament over homelessness. We should lament over injustices in our world. And we should lament over a world that has left God out, pushed him away. And even many Christians are treating God like an ATM machine. We pull up to use him when we are in need, and other times we pass right by. We are lax in our walk with him. We neglect God. We do not reverence God like we should. Sure, sickness, pain, and suffering, and separation all come with tears, and rightfully so. But Peter gives us a good example of what we should weep over when he cried for the de- for denying Christ. He weeped like a baby because he denied Christ. And we should all cry out to God when we sin and deny the Father. Peter also gives us a great reason to cry. That is for the lost. Acts 20, 31. I love this. Is it therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years I cease not to warn everyone night and day with tears. He cried. Jeremiah cried over the his nation and his people and the direction they were heading. Peter cried with tears, warning people day and night of this Christ and this salvation and where they would end up. He wanted, you know, and we should lament over the lost people in our world. There's people dying and going to hell every day, and we're standing by idle, doing nothing about it. We should all weep for the lost. every day and well we made it welcome welcome to tonight's bottom line the bible tells us that god will wipe all our tears away what exactly does this mean are we crying because we know that we could have done more maybe god gives us a glimpse of what we could have done That would bring a lot of tears to my eyes. So why are we crying? Could it be that we are missing loved ones? We look around and we do not see them. Or did we see them? Are they in another line? You know, the Bible teaches us he's going to separate the sheep from the goats. And if there's two lines and I'm in one line and I've got a lost person that I've tried to deal with, or maybe a lost person, a family member, a friend, or someone that I knew that I'd failed to share the gospel with. And maybe I look over there and they're in that goat line, you know, and they're tr- looking over at me and they, they're saying, hey, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you warn me? And maybe that's going to bring tears to my eyes. Maybe I know that everything's just to be changed. And maybe people are being cast into hell and maybe I see a glimpse of that. I don't know. Do we know things are about to be erased and will never be remembered anymore, the the former things? Because that's what he says. Hey, I do not know. The Bible is not clear on this. But I will just have to wait and see. But I just encourage you now to please be in the right line. Be in that sheep line. Don't be in that goat line. 
But the one thing, and you know, like I said, I know I told you I'm always going to give you truth. And I've looked at this and researched and done so many things, you know, and I know it simply could be symbolic that God's just going to wipe our tears away. Or is he physically going to come down here and wipe all our tears away? Are we really crying? And I'm just trying to give you some examples of some things we might be crying over in heaven. Because the Bible teaches there's no tears in heaven except for this one after this point. You know, we know that because God's going to wipe away the tears and they're never going to come back. Could we, could, could we have done more? Are we crying because we know we could have done more? We're fishing to stand before the judgment of God at the beam of seat of Christ because we're saved and be judged for our works. Do we know we could have done more? Do we know that there's people missing? We don't see them. They're not around us. Do we know that, that, that something's going on? We just feel that, that something something bad's happening somewhere, right? People are being cast into hell, and we could have done more. Let me just tell you the one thing I do know. I do know about this. Is for years we have lived in a world of sin, sorrow, sickness, pain, suffering, and death, all filled with many tears. And now God has defeated all of his enemies. Death is destroyed. And God reaching down to intimately and tenderly wipe our tears away. To never cry again. No more tears ever. Old things are passed away and all things are now new. Thanks to be, thanks be to God. Thanks to be our God, our Savior. In his spirit. It's God's plan, Christ's death and resurrection, and the help of the comforter, help from of the comforter, have all completed the journey. We are all home at last to forever be with the Lord. I only got one question. Will you be there for God to wipe away your tears? I beg and plead with you now. I pray for all these listeners out there. Please share this with others. If you know someone that's turned their back on God, share this episode with them. If you know someone that's lost, share this episode with them. If you know someone that just needs some encouragement, share this episode with them. And I pray for you listeners. I thank God for you. And if you're listening tonight and you don't know Christ, if you don't know about this Savior that's going to wipe our tears away, if you don't know about a time where there's no more tears of heaven, I beg you, please call out to God today. Call on Him. Amen. Dear God, I love you and I thank you for everyone listening, Father. And like I said, please help this podcast, help people to hear and understand truth, help salvation to come to those that need it help us to know father dear god that you see every tear and you hear our cries father and dear god help us to all look forward and knowing dear god that we can cry now weeping may last for a night but joy is going to come in the morning amen because one day dear god we know that you're going to wipe all our tears away There'll be a place of no more sickness, no more death, no more separation, no more suffering, and we'll forever be with you, Father, dear God. I love you, and I thank you for all that you do. In Christ's name, amen. Hey, you've been listening to Podcasting for Christ. I'm Evangelist Stacy Gibson with He's Got the Whole World in His Hands Ministry. We'll see you next time.
God bless.